0: Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera, and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction, and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps. To get you where you need to be, let's get started. Welcome to season two of the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host. First of all, I just have to say how grateful I am if you are a returning listener or if you are tuning in for the first time. Welcome. All right, so I don't know about you. But starting a new year always gives me a boost of energy in terms of setting new goals. I feel like I'm starting with a blank canvas. Do you feel that way? For me, I feel like I have so many goals that I want to accomplish and I just can't wait to get started. And I always get that feeling at the beginning of a new year. Now, I'm not talking about a New Year's resolution. I don't know about you, but for me, they don't work. Um, now I don't know if you're aware of this, but 80% of resolutions actually fail. And I think it's because when we do them, they're just so broad and so vague and they're not measurable. I know that for years, for many years, I would always say, this is the year that I'm going to get fit. And this is the year that I'm going to lose weight. And it never actually happened. I didn't actually have a plan. It's like I thought it was going to magically happen. I don't know. That's how. That's kind of how I see uh, New Year's resolutions. It wasn't until I started to create specific and measurable goals that I actually started to see results. And so I will say that <clears throat> over a decade ago, I was introduced to the concept of a vision board. Are you familiar with a vision board? I don't know if you have ever created one or if you've heard of a vision board, but I love them. It's a very creative way to really visualize your goals and it's fun. So basically what you do, it's uh, you create a collage. Uh, so you cut out a ton of pictures and images um, you can use, you know, from, from magazines Uh, you can identify quotes and words of inspiration, anything that motivates you, words of affirmation. So this is a visual tool uh, that helps you kind of gather all the things that you want in your life. And I like to use this tool to dream. However, After doing these vision boards, for me, I'm an action person. I I don't like to just dream like, oh, what if, or it would be great. (laughs) Like, I need to actually make it happen. So while I love the idea of, of dreaming and visualizing, I do use this tool to get me to the next step. So when I've done vision boards, when I first started with vision boards, like my images were about traveling, career advancement, running, saving money. I had all these different kind of images and I wanted to make them happen. So the vision board helped me. Uh, It really gave me this like wide view of the things that I was striving for. And then I decided, what I really wanted to actually focus on. And I love doing these kinds of things like at the beginning of the year because while there are a lot of things that I wanna do, I'm like, what do I really wanna do this year? So I've been kind of using this as a, as a guide. So every year is different for me. And that is how I keep things exciting and how I hold myself accountable. So as you begin this year, I want you to think about various areas of your life that you might be looking to, you know, further evaluate. So, that could be maybe you have some career goals. It can be your spirituality, health and fitness, relationships. Maybe you are thinking about your finances, investing, retirement plans, personal growth, or maybe this is a year where you really want to focus on your mental health and healing, uh, family, adventure, anything that you have in mind, anything that has been kind of lingering, take the time to really think about all those things. So once you do that, you know, you can have, um, you're going to have, you're going to need some supplies, right? So to create this vision board, if you want something physical, so some of the supplies you'll need: um, magazines. So if you have a ton of magazines piled up, this is a great way to do that. Uh, so you uh, would need a poster board, and it could be any size that you want. I usually like to have a small, uh, a small board that maybe will have about 15 to 20 images, but it depends on you. I also like using a Manila folder. I've used that with with my students in the past, where they will put the images on the inside and then that way they can close it up and, you know, view it themselves or whatever. You can add stickers. So I'm a sticker fan. So if you like stickers, you can uh, add stickers. So maybe take a drive to to Michael's uh, and maybe find some additional things that you can add. Markers, crayons. uh, If you are creative and you want to draw your own illustration uh, or illustrations rather, Writing your own words of motivation, maybe some favorite quotes you definitely want to throw in some uh, affirmations or motivational quotes uh, to your to your uh, vision board. You might need some glue, some you know some tape or stapler uh, and then again, you know other images that you that you may want to to find. Now if you don't have access to magazines and if you have a printer, you can also print some images online you can find some really nice uh, images. And these are royalty-free, on um, Un- Unsplash, Pexels, Canva, and uh, Pixabay. So these are some tools that you can use. So um, if you are not into the arts and crafts and you're like, all right, Liz, I don't have time to be cutting things out or I just don't have the space to do that, that's all right. So I've actually been doing uh, virtual vision boards So you can go on Pinterest. So if you are a fan of Pinterest, you can create an account and you can gather and compile boards and images uh, through that platform. I love Canva. So you can use Canva, again, to create a board uh, and compile the images that way. Padlet. Padlet. So there are a ton of free online tools that you can actually use. So you want to find something that works for you. Then based on your vision and the things that you want, um, you start compiling the images, right? So things that really speak to what it is that you want to do this year or in, you know, in the future. Anything that speaks to you, make it fun. Um, Again, it's it's a boost of energy and it's a lot of fun and it, it, it allows you to really think about your goals, all right? And I'm going to be honest with you, when I've done this, I like to have, you know, some Zen music in the background. It is actually very therapeutic. Um, so now that you have this visual, right? So now this is the part where I'm like, all right, I have this visual, I have it, you know, I've put it on, you know, in my office, um, on my desktop. So I've I've had several different versions of a vision board you want to make it, you know, accessible so you see it it holds you accountable. But then what are you actually going to do to make some of these things happen? Like not all at once, obviously, but let's say you are focusing on going back to school or getting a new job uh, or you are looking to lose weight. Uh, you need to have an action plan, right? So we want to make these goals actually come to life. So uh, a very popular and common framework that I think really, really works um, are using SMART goals, right? So a SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So I'll unpack that a little bit and kind of give an example. So it has to be specific. What do you actually want to do? What is it that you actually want to achieve? So let's say, for instance, you are thinking, I want to do more for my community and transition into Uh, non-for-profit work so maybe you are in a career transition Um, is it measurable how will you track your progress so you need to know that you are working toward that goal and how will you measure that so perhaps in this situation it's you know I'll identify non-profit organizations that align with my values and career goals and I will schedule three informational interviews a month or a week, or whatever works for you, so that way you know you are making progress, or I will apply to, you know, 10 organizations a month, whatever the case is, but this helps you kind of think that, you know, to really be on track. Um, Is it achievable? So you need to make sure that you are setting yourself up for success, and that you can realistically achieve this goal. You know, well, in this situation, you know, what types of positions are available during this current job market? Uh, So perhaps viewing websites like Indeed.com or NPO.net to view possible opportunities that are a gateway to this industry. So you know, one of the um, the steps that you can take with this is, you know, okay, I'm going to update my LinkedIn profile and ask my network to connect me to professionals in the field so that I can conduct informational interviews. And learn about organizations that are beyond my knowledge. And again, starting with some of the job search websites, perhaps will allow you to look at what companies are hiring and, you know, where you want to um, put your focus. Is it relevant? So you want to make sure your, your goals are relevant to whatever it is that you are focusing on, right? So is this goal relevant to your values and your vision? So if you want to enter the not-for-profit industry, then you may want to consider doing some volunteer work, uh, joining a board with an organization that speaks to your purpose, right? Because this is something that is relevant to you. One, you know, tip I have is, you know, visit the company websites that you may be interested in and see how you can get involved. And again, these are just um, some examples, some scenarios. That's how my brain works. time um, Time-based. One way to really make a goal happen is if you actually have a timeline and a deadline to accomplish this goal. And it's going to depend on the on the goal itself. Uh, so, you know, perhaps you are thinking, okay, I want to transition into this industry or into a position within six to eight months. So if you are looking at that timeline and in order to achieve this goal, then you're going to have to create a job search action plan. You need to connect with professionals, update your resume, identify your transferable skills depending on your background, and then apply to positions, right? So this is kind of a framework, again, to making those goals achievable using the SMART uh, framework. So I will share an example with you of how I've used um, the SMART goal uh, process And while it's not career related, it is a big part of me and it actually impacts my well-being, my mental health, and it allows me to have energy and my everyday obligations and it helps me recharge. I really feel like all aspects of our life are connected, intertwined. We are are complex, right? We are multidimensional and we need to find balance. So for me it I had talked about fitness. So um was running a marathon. Uh I did a vision board a while back. This was I want to say in 20 yeah, it had to have been 2010. And uh it was through a leadership a women's leadership program. And it had been a while since I had done uh, a vision board, but in that moment as I was kind of compiling my images, I thought I would put, you know, uh information or visuals about a marathon. So let me kind of walk you through the SMART uh, goal approach. So specific, the specific goal is I want to run a marathon. Even though I was intimidated and scared, I'm like, if I write it down, I'm going to make this happen. Uh, Is it, you know, measurable? So at the time, I didn't really know about marathon running. I didn't really know a lot of people (laughs) that ran marathons, or at least not in my circle. So what I did is I dug up a running schedule online and um, that's something that I was going to follow. And so I found that I had to increase my mileage every week. So there was a, a calendar, a schedule. So that's how I knew I was making progress, right? Like, okay, one week I'm running five miles, the following week, six miles. And I had so much fun doing it because I knew that I was like I kind of put it into like small goals. It's like, all right, next week I'm running seven miles. Like that was like the best day of my life, I think, (laughs) running seven miles. Um, Now, the question is, is it achievable? So for me at that time, I had just completed my very first half marathon um, in 2009. So that was like in September And so I knew that I needed to be disciplined and I knew that I had to follow some type of schedule and I was physically able to train. So I know that this was achievable. And at this point it was going to be all um, a mental challenge. Is it relevant? Very relevant because every year, again, I have these fitness goals. So I knew that this would help me stay on track um, follow, you know, a healthy diet, or to the best of my abilities, because there was still pizza involved, uh, and that you know I was putting in regular exercise. I had to because I had, I was training, right? Um, was this time based? Now, I didn't decide to sign up for a marathon where it was going to be like the following month. I knew I had enough time because I actually this program that I was in was in May. And looking at the calendar, the the Chicago Marathon uh, takes place in October. So looking at the schedule, it gave me enough time to follow a novice uh, schedule. And if I stayed on track, then it would be realistic for me to actually do this thing. So I, you know, followed my calendar and this was my plan. So I kind of took it step by step and needless to say, I finished my very first Chicago Marathon in 2010, and ever since, I comp- I've completed nine. I can't even—that's—I can't, I can't even imagine. And so every time I say it, I'm like, how? <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is that when we have these goals, we can continue building on them. So I don't know if you have a, a goal that you had in mind a long time ago, and you made it happen, and. You've just been building toward that. You're like, all right, so next time I want it to be bigger. I want to do more, uh, and we can always go back into some of our previous goals and how can we expand on them, right? So it really does become a part of our lifestyle, and these are the things that we that we care about. So a vision, a vision board for me allows me to not only tap into my creativity, but it allows me to visualize the things that are important to me and that I strive for. It really gives me a bird's eye view of my overall goals and aspirations. And you guys, I think that's really exciting. And I challenge you to think about what those things are. When I do this activity with professionals, they're like, man, Liz, like, I haven't really made the time to think about what I want. And so I want you to take that time. And, and again kicking off a new year like I'm in that place mentally so you know hopefully you are too and a vision board is a great way to to start and again making it fun and think about what you want to focus on but then creating an action plan to make your goals a reality I'm all about making thing making things happen that is what I do and that's what I encourage people to do And that's actually something that I continue to work on because, you know, anyway, that's something that I encourage. So I love I love vision boards. Uh, Again, I mentioned, you know, I've I've done them with with students and they love it. Uh, I've done some professional development workshops uh, with professionals and, you know, they've been able to do it and I've been a participant as well. So it got me thinking as I was thinking about, you know, launching my second season in talking about vision boards, I decided that I would host a virtual vision board party this January. Um, So kind of, you know, like, let me put something together. Let's see if there's any interest. So I still have some available uh, slots. So if you're interested in participating in this workshop, like I will walk you through the SMART goals and, you know, we'll have some conversation and talk about goals. I welcome you to sign up for, um, the session. So if you visit my website at lizcareercoaching.net and you go, um, under the workshops tab, I have it, uh, I have more details on there. So check it out and see if that's something that you would want to do. If not, you know, you can do this on your own, but I thought that I would, you know, share, uh, that, that opportunity. All right. So, let's start the year strong and move toward those new established goals or those goals that have been lingering for a while. Stay positive and keep moving forward. You have to try it and you can do it. Well, I hope that you tune in to my future episodes. I have some great interviews lined up. Uh, Thank you again for joining me on my podcast. Until next time, this is Liz, your career coach and job search ally.